aboard the Freedom Express. Conductor Josh here. Well, I've been gone for a month. Sorry about that. And wouldn't you know it, the country's gone to the blazes. Uh, the economy's gone down the tubes. Mandates are inbound. And the price of peanut butter is higher than you've ever seen it before. Aren't you glad to hear my voice? Well, make sure you send in a question. Freedom Express Podcast at gmail.com or at Freedom Express Podcast. Questions and comments there. So, the White House Chief of Staff, his name is Ronald Klain. Uh, Ronald, that's an interesting name. Uh, retweeted um, a tweet referring to um, inflation and supply chains, etc., as high class problems. Um, what does that even mean? So basically paying more money for groceries and not able to get food to kids' cafeterias, uh, that's a high-class problem. Now, what does Ronald Klain think he's uh, implying here by saying, oh, yeah, you shouldn't worry about those. Those are high-class problems, meaning if you are worrying about these problems, then you're one of those upper-class rich elites that nobody likes, and therefore you shouldn't worry about those problems, according to Ronald Klain logic. Hey, that makes perfect sense. Uh, what uh, what problems should be we be worrying about, Mr. Klain? Uh, he doesn't seem to answer that question. I think something-something vaccination rates forcing everybody to get vaccinated. That's the, the problem that us average working-class Americans should worry about. And let those high-class evil elites worry about mediocre and non-consequential problems such as inflation, rising prices, supply chains, uh, not able to get groceries, high gas prices. Yeah, you know those things that only elites worry about. What a joke this guy is. Well, looking forward in this episode, we're going to talk about the supply chain crisis. It seems like it's been crisis after crisis ever since uh, Mr. Joe took office. Uh, what was it? Nine nine months ago or so? Yep, yep. Just things keep getting better, don't they? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, no. And also, we're going to talk about the vaccine mandates, of course. They're going to uh, take effect uh, very soon. That's from good old Uncle Joe's office himself. The battle lines have been drawn. Um, this uh, At least 24 ger- uh, attorney generals saying they're not going to let Biden's mandate take effect in their state. Good for them. We'll talk about uh, what Joe Biden said about vaccine mandates just last year. That's all coming up on the Freedom Express. So I've been gone for about a month or so. Again, sorry about not being able to be consistent. I've had midterms, lots of school stuff going on. I'm on fall break right now. It's been uh, a breath of fresh air considerably. Um, But just a lot of things have uh, transpired uh, during my absence, most notably the demise of America as we know it, but it's not beyond repair. We can um, bring it back and just need to turn this boat around and get some people in charge that know what they're doing. Seems to be kind of difficult. Anyway, back to uh, back to like fall break. I've been taking uh, midterms, etc. Um, speaking of midterms, I was taking my Bible midterm, and we take it on our iPad or computer or what have you. It's online, and um, my professor in the front of the class can kind of see what we're all looking at. Apparently, one student did not realize that and uh, started to Google some of the answers on the midterm. 
Um, but the uh, my Bible professor, this is, by the way, in Bible class, so, like, you should even feel bad about cheating in any class, but especially Bible class, I'd feel. But anyway, some students started to Google some of the answers. My professor at the uh, front of the class is like, by the way, I can see what you're doing on your iPad, and if you're, like, Googling answers, that's not okay. And so he's going to have a little chat with said student, but Bible class, come on, man. It's not even that hard. It's just like, go, like of all classes to cheat in, you had to <laughs> pick. <laughs> you had to get, pick Bible class. Okay, man. I see how it is. Uh, go for it. I guess. Um, if that's what you're about. I don't know if some things he was learning in Bible class quite made the connection. You know what else isn't making the connection? The goods from other countries aren't making the connection all the way to our grocery stores. You see, you see that transition? That was a great transition. I'm kind of proud of myself there. Anyway, so uh, if you don't know what the supply chain crisis is, now remember there's been like the border crisis and then the Afghanistan crisis and inflation and so on and so forth. And... um. Part of that is due to the ineptitude, well, most of it, I would say, I could attribute to the ineptitude of our glorious president that definitely uh, knows what time of day it is. Um, but anyway, back to the supply chain. So there are dozens of ships. This is just like one facet of it at this point. There are dozens of ships anchored outside uh, the San Francisco uh, port, unable to unload. They have about 500,000 shipping containers on them, uh, and they're unable to uh, unload the containers due to lack of personnel. They're not able to get them into the port, and they don't have enough drivers to drive them all over the country where they need to go. Um, inflation has kind of factored into it, uh, which, by the way, is its own problems. It turns out when you spend trillions of dollars that you don't have, uh, the value of the dollar goes down. Who would have thought of that? Um, every kid who ever read a economic book. Anyway, apparently those in Washington have not as of yet, but they can't get drivers. And so that is why one of the reasons prices of goods are going up in grocery stores. You also might notice some of the shelves are quite bare. Yes, you can uh, thank uh, the governmental practices of the Biden administration for that one. Um, so our, uh, transportation secretary, P Pete Bood Edge Edge, who's, by the way, only qualifications for this job was being a failed mayor of some little town in Indiana that no one's ever heard of. Um, but anyway, he was also a failed presidential candidate. Has this guy ever been good at anything? N not being transportation secretary, I tell you that. He's been on paid leave for months. Um, so he's not even been doing his job. No, he's getting paid for it. Don't make any mistake there. He's getting the money. He's just not doing his job. Uh, by the way, he gets, uh, $221,000 uh, a year, approximately. Um, and he's getting all that money, uh, to just kind of be on paid leave for, um, months. And this, this crisis is in his ballpark. This is his lane. Uh, by the way, he swore an oath to, um, like every other slimy politician, to uh, uphold the Constitution and to do his job. Uh, is he doing that? No, he's not. And could he ha help in this circumstance? Yeah, that's his job. It's his job to make sure uh, that everything dealing with transportation, transportation of people, transportation of goods... I would include this trucking business 
is able to get underway. Is he helping out in any manner, fashion, or form? No, he's on his home at his cou- on his couch with his um, husband, and he's not doing anything to help the rest of us get the bacon and peanut butter that we so deserve. Speaking of politicians letting us down, I want to talk about Biden's uh, vaccine mandates that are poised to take shape um, really soon. By the way, uh, Biden's poll numbers are in the toilet. Just overall, he has uh, his approval rating is in the 30 percent. That's really pathetic. Only, what, nine months into his job. Anyway, also, this is supposed to be the, the most popular president ever elected. And his approval numbers are in the 30%. If you want to tell me that he was the most popular, that he won more votes than anyone else, try to explain these poll numbers to me. On his dealing with the coronavirus pandemic, that's probably the highest. He has an approval rating of 48%. That's a, that's a big leap for him. On the economy, he is 39%. On foreign policy, he's 34 uh, on taxes, he's 37% approval rating. And on the Mexican border, he's at a 23% approval rating. You can imagine how many people disapprove of this guy's job handling, uh, of this guy's job. Uh, but back back to the ma- vaccine mandates. So those are coming out. And it turns out that vaccine mandates have consequences. Who would have thunk it? I don't know. Anyone who with half a cerebral cortex? Anyway. Let's take, for example, uh, the Central Maine Medical uh, Center. So uh, the governor of Maine, the genius known as Janet Mills, imposed a vaccine mandate for healthcare workers. Now, this isn't directly related to Biden's uh, mandate, but you can see how uh, just this microcosm will relate to the bigger picture in just a second. So 84 staff members have already resigned uh, from a healthcare system already dealing with personnel shortages. And 230 staff members in this system have yet to get vaccinated or have yet to turn in their vaccination uh, status. Um, so what does this mean? So this means that a uh, healthcare system that is already dealing with shortages due to just the normal run-of-the-day COVID stuff that they all have to deal with every day. On top of that, they're having more people forced to resign based off of their personal convictions. Get vaxxed or get fired is the uh, is the, the motto of the day up there in Maine, thanks to Governor uh, Janet Mills. Thank you, Janet Mills. Now, is there any sympathy from the governor for, um, of Maine for the healthcare system that is struggling so right now? No. Um, by the way, why is um, this is a side note? How are they going to deal with these shortages? Well, just like in every other uh, socialist healthcare system, there's going to be an enormous wait time. And uh, I actually took one of my friends to uh, the urgent care the other day, and he took a he was um, took a chunk out of his leg accidentally, of course. Not that he would do it on purpose, but anyway. Uh, and so we had to take him to the urgent care. Um, and we got there, and they're like, "Oh, due to COVID, there's gonna be a twenty hour wait." This guy's had uh, like a chunk out of his leg; he's bleeding, and they're like, "Put a band aid on it." This is like a quarter inch deep puncture wound in his in his knee and they're like sorry we have there's a 20 hour wait 
put a Band-Aid on it. Their hospital systems are so overwhelmed due to the shortages of workers. That's with that's in South Carolina without the mandate. I can't imagine with the mandate what the healthcare system is gonna have to go through. But you're but you're like Josh. It's 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 good for vaccinate uh, for healthcare workers to be vaccinated. It's good for them to have that immunity. Um, it's about science. It's not about economics. And I will counter with that. So uh, there is no um, if a person does not if a healthcare worker does not want to be vaccinated due to um, them already having the COVID or uh, having natural immunity, there is no uh, exception for that. If you already have the COVID, had the COVID and therefore have the so-called natural vaccination, there is no that plays no part in it. So it's not about the science here. But what is it about then? And also, people are going to have a longer wait time. They're not going to be able to treat as many people. This is just in Maine. This is happening all over the country, by the way. People are having to quit their jobs at hospitals because they don't want to get something injected into their body that they don't know, A, what it is, B, they don't want it in the first place, C, they don't trust the government. Think uh, a bunch of reasons play into people not wanting the vaccine, and I don't want to get into that because we've gone over that a lot in the past. But here's the deal: we're fi- we're starting to see the consequences of these policies. We're no longer dealing in the abstract. Oh, this is about a principle. Um, w- everyday Americans are now having to deal face to face with the possibility of losing their livelihood due to the government. Does the government have a right to your health records? Does the government have a right to say that you have to do this or do that? Last time I checked, the government was supposed to have oversight by us, the people. The government wasn't supposed to be overseeing us. We're supposed to be overseeing the government. When was this shift? And who forgot to let us know? That's just the the issue in a nutshell. What these uh, Biden, what Biden's uh, vaccination mandates will do? People will lose their jobs all over the U.S. Why? In a country already dealing with labor shortage, is this really the move right now, Mr. Biden? Do you really want people to lose their jobs when they're already struggling financially with inflation going through the roof, with no groceries on the shelves, with gas prices unlike anything we've seen in five plus years since he was vice president, by the way? Is this what he really wants for our country? People struggling to make do? just because he wants to have the power to make people get vaccinated that don't want it. Now again, if you're vaccinated, stand up for your friends that aren't. Stand up for their convictions. Doesn't mean you have to agree with them. I would be on the flip side. If people who were vaccinated for whatever crazy reason were prohibited from working, how would that be fair? Turn it on its head. If one group of people is discriminated against based on a single attribute or a single outlook or worldview or principle that they hold dear, 
if they're ostracized because of that principle, is that a policy you want to support? Is that an administration you want to support? Not me. Not me. Um, Joe Biden, by the way. Uh, I wanted to bring out this soundbite. I was doing some digging earlier, and I found this. I'm like, whoa, another case of Joe Biden the liar. Um, so let's let's take a listen to what Joe Biden had to say about vaccination mandates only last year while he was a president-elect, supposedly. And um, let's, let's take a listen to um, good old Uncle Joe here. Listen. While Mr. Biden said he would be willing to get a vaccine, he would not require it for all Americans. I don't think it should be mandatory. I wouldn't demand it be mandatory, but I would do everything in my power. It's like I don't think masks have to be made mandatory nationwide. Yeah. Joe Biden didn't think that vaccine mandate, uh, the, the vaccinations should be mandatory. What changed in like 10 months? Huh? What happened to that Joe Biden? Or was that never his policy to begin with? So now we're faced with this conundrum. Either Joe Biden lied then or he's lying now. Does he still not think vaccinations should be required? That's obviously not the case. Joe Biden lied to the face of the American people. Is he held accountable for that? Is anybody digging up that soundbite and showing it to him, saying, hey, what happened here? What happened? Why have? Why is there this flip-flop? Why is there this 180 in perspective? Is that happening? No, it's not. Where is the accountability by the media? Where is the accountability by us, the American people, saying, hey, Joe, you said this. This is why some people probably voted for you, because you said there wouldn't be mandates. But yet, here you are imposing mandates. What up with that? It's just one more example of corrupt politicians turning their back on the American people and walking away. All right, let's get to some of our audience questions. Haven't been able to get to these in uh, a month or so, so I've been uh, wanting to talk about these questions. Here's a question from Bowden. Bowden asks, Why does the government have such a big problem with leaving their citizens alone and free to make their own decisions? Great question, Bowden. I like this one. Um, It turns out when you have power over somebody else... Uh, said person in power is uh, reluctant to relinquish uh, that power um, because out of their heart, the people in power are naturally good people, Bowdoin, and they want what's best for you, the American people. And out of this overflowing goodness of their heart, they realize that you just aren't smart enough to make the proper decisions and they with their big brains that they have have to swoop in and save you duh why didn't you think of that it's just another situation where big time elites in power think they're more equipped to make decisions for other people I have a question here from Xander. Xander asks, Why are political parties not as fun as birthday parties? Huh, I wonder. Um, 
because oh, one, uh, one of those options involves cake and presents, and the other option involves taxes. Which one is better, Xander? I'm gonna go with the cake option. That's just me. Make sure you send in your questions to freedomexpresspodcast at gmail.com or at freedomexpresspodcast on Instagram. Make sure you send in your questions there. Well, thank you for listening to the Freedom Express. Uh, Tell your friends. Make sure you uh, follow me on Instagram. And always remember, if you're unable to get a jar of peanut butter at the grocery store, that that is a high-class problem. So deal with it. Getting food, that's a high-class problem. This is the Freedom Express.